raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Good morning. It is Tuesday, October 3rd, five minutes after 11. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Hunter Biden pled not guilty to charges that he lied about being addicted to drugs when he bought a gun. He appeared in court in Delaware. He was smiling. He had a fresh buzz cut. It's the first ever criminal prosecution of a sitting U.S. president's child. I'm not a man of the law, nor do I pretend to be. I wonder if... In all of this, how, and maybe this is the, they're already plotting and scheming the the plan here uh, to say Hunter Biden didn't get a fair trial because clearly very publicly mm. he pled guilty. Mm-hmm. Very publicly that plea deal was then rejected by a judge. Now, in a country of 330 million people, and this is now in another state from where it initially took place, I'm sure you could find people who have no idea what actually took place. But given the fact that I cannot see Hunter Biden taking a plea deal that involves jail time, and now, as much as they'd like to, I cannot see the prosecution doing a plea deal that doesn't involve jail time, given the public backlash that took place and Biden's already precarious position that he's in, I don't Usually you can kind of look at things and go, I see where this is going to end. I see where this is going, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how this thing gets untangled and resolved and maybe it actually goes to trial. I don't I don't know. Possibly. You know, the judge, he asked if he could do it virtually. And the judge said, no, you, you got to be here in yeah. court for this. So that doesn't seem like he's siding with Hunter on that. But then they said, yeah, you can go ahead and travel internationally. <laughs> the guy who has questionable business dealings, yeah. right? But go ahead and keep traveling internationally. No, correct, 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 Trump cannot travel internationally right Please. now took his passport right. right so hunter biden right can travel internationally can go where he wants but donald trump cannot so if he's convicted of all the charges hunter could face a minimum or actually a maximum 25 years in prison and fines up to seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. okay the fines big whoop yeah right we know He'll the biden bank art. yeah right the biden bank account is fat so that's no big deal the 25 years in prison i could really see it coming down to something like you know oh it's going to be three years and time served well and and who knows i mean i just don't see given the public backlash and it's in an election season mm-hmm. i don't see how now, they can do whatever they want, right? And I'm sure they would like to, as they tried to do the first time, get this thing through where there's no jail time. But I think politically, and let's face it, that's what all of these people are. They're just political animals. They recognize the public is really going to be upset, and it is, that is the sort of thing that will sit in in their memory if, indeed, this guy who clearly did it. The facts of the case are not in dispute. And I think the bigger part of all of this is if indeed he pleads guilty to these things, because what he wanted out of the last one, and this is what people don't realize, he wanted, and this is what the whole thing got hung up on, immunity from further prosecution for all these mm-hmm. little things he's alleged to 
have done, which are way more serious than these buying a firearm and the the drug use and some minor tax related stuff. There's a whole bunch of stuff and we're going to talk about later on in this hour about yeah. the the allegations of human sex trafficking um, and Hunter Biden. And so, if that is indeed not offered this time, then does he? agree to fall on the sword again i just i don't Hmm. i don't really know and it's a it really is a big mess i don't know how you untangle it at this point okay it is nine minutes after 11 it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc on monday the supreme court declined to consider a case brought against donald trump which sought to prevent him from running in the 24 election under the 14th amendment so it was it was brought by this uh Castro was his name, not, right? Not Fidel, or what was the brother? John Anthony. What was the brother's name? name? Is the other brother still alive? Raul, wasn't that the, is he still running the show Different there? Different Castro's. In, in Cuba, yeah. Not, yeah. Not, not, not them. Yeah, so this guy is some very low level, uh, you know, running for president, like your neighbor Joe is running mm-hmm. for president, right? I mean, he's not, obviously doesn't have any shot. He's not making any of the debates. He's not anything but he had sued under the 14th amendment which basically says that if you have been um and it was it was designed after the civil war to prevent confederate leaders Mm -hmm. and generals from being entrenched in the government that basically if you've been convicted of um insurrection or uh basically trying to work against the country to simplify this there are a lot of words like any other amendment to the constitution is that you can't run for president of the united states and the supreme court was like dude he hasn't been charged with insurrection right he's not been criminally nor civilly charged i mean like not convicted of sedition or insurrection or anything. S- simply because, you know, Adam Schiff says it doesn't make it real, right? <laughs> so get out of here. Don't tell that to Adam Schiff, and, though. And look, this is interesting because there are there are other st- the actual this guy is a joke and a goof that put this forward. But there are actual states that are trying mm-hmm. to the secretary of states in, in multiple states have said Colorado's we, one Minnesota mm-hmm. the, the uh, I think isn't New Hampshire one they're looking at this I mean we're talking like states that are swing states Michigan I think is another one that's looking at it so it does have you can't just dismiss it and go aha funny weird guy gets rejected by the Supreme Court no there are other states that are actually trying to do this with people who are not j- jokes even if they are goofs in terms of they're not jokes because they have the ability to seriously impact the election Okay, so this guy, though, he did bring this case to a lower court, which dismissed it. He didn't get the answer that he wanted, so he took it up to a higher court. And you're right, it's Minnesota and Colorado are the two states. Yeah, it's just, it's like, it's, I'm trying to think of the, it's so frustrating that this is, that this is the thing we waste our time on. That our Donald Trump, the law is very clear. The, the constitutional amendment is very clear that you have to be convicted of insurrection, guilty of insurrection. Donald Trump has not been charged, nor has anyone, Casey. No one on January 6th, not a single solitary person has been charged with insurrection. And yet these people throw this stuff out there. And the media runs with it, and it's just a colossal waste of our time. Uh, Will Jamal Bowman be charged? The guy who pulled the fire alarm? Well, I mean, by the standard set forth on January 6th, he should absolutely be charged. Now, uh, do you want to place a bet right now on whether he is actually charged with something, Casey? (laughs) I'm going to say no. 
Now, would you also, as a follow-up, like to place a bet that if Rob Kendall had pulled the fire alarm as a member of Congress, would I be charged with something? Oh, absolutely. Okay, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. I think that he'll be charged just as quickly as Joe Biden will go to Ohio. And see what happened with that train accident. Uh, So Kevin McCarthy saying that he would not give Democrats anything in exchange for their votes to help save his job. Do we believe him? Shall we bet on that? Well, he probably doesn't feel that he needs to because, let's face it, the Democrats aren't all that disappointed in Kevin McCarthy being speaker. Now, they may be disappointed they don't have the speakership. Like, Hakeem Jeffries may go, I want that gavel. Mm -hmm. But in terms of the actual actions taken by McCarthy, where he has the ability... Now, they've done the fake things that are never going to happen, like, we're going to ban all the IRS agents, knowing that that's never going to become law. That's dinner theater. They don't care about that. In terms of actually impacting the government, which McCarthy had the ability to do, and this country, which McCarthy had the ability to do, on spending and the debt ceiling, he's been in lockstep with the Democrats. We're still at Democrat spending levels, Pelosi, Schumer, Biden spending levels. So why would they want to get rid of McCarthy? And in fact, I think most of them will probably vote to keep McCarthy or many of them will vote to keep McCarthy as a middle finger to Gates. Because also he's doing what they want. Now, McCarthy said they haven't asked for anything and I'm not going to provide anything. The only reason that I would think that the Democrats would vote to get him out is if they want Hakeem Jeffries as the speaker. But Hakeem Jeffries is not going to become speaker regardless of what the outcome of that vote is. Now, if you want to throw the House into chaos, then maybe you do that. But I, I just think they're okay with McCarthy. I mean, there is there is minimal difference between these two parties. I asked this, I asked this question yesterday on social media. Mm-hmm. Given their actual voting record, what reason is there to allow the Republicans to be in control of Washington, D.C. The actual voting record, not the rhetoric, not the false campaign promises, the actual voting record. Let's pretend that Nancy Pelosi were still Speaker of the House. Hmm. What, we're, we're spending the what's same changed? amount. Right. What, what is different by Kevin McCarthy being there? What is now law that people go, oh my gosh, if it weren't for Kevin. He made such a big difference. Now they are moving forward on the impeachment stuff, but that doesn't affect your daily life. Let's say Joe Biden gets impeached. He's not going to be convicted in the Senate. It's entertaining. It's going to be interesting to learn about Joe Biden's schemes and scams and corruption. Although I'm not sure the Republicans are actually going to impeach him, Casey. If I had to bet right now, I'd say no, they're not going to do it. Still in the inquiry stage. Oh, absolutely. But let's just say they did. That still doesn't make your life any better. In terms of the Republicans' governance and the policies they're enacting, What is different than if Pelosi had won? Uh, In in regards to the impeachment question, you don't think that that's something that the Republicans would try to use for campaign fodder? I mean, I think if you were to go ask somebody out on Monument Circle, what does it mean to impeach a a president? They would say, oh, that means he's kicked out of office. Yeah, I think you're right. And so if they were to do it, I think it's just more for campaign. Uh, I agree. I mean, I just, I, th- but I'm not sure they're going to do it, Casey. I mean, I think right now, if they had to take a vote, they would not have the votes to actually impeach Joe Biden. I think the Republicans, this party grows more pathetic by the day. And I, they are the party of big taxes. They are the party of big government. They are the party of big spending. There, There's nothing. There's nothing that these people do that you look at and go, wow, I'm really glad that they're there.
Well, as far as uh, Matt Gates's motion for Kevin McCarthy to vacate, vacate the speakership, uh, that's supposed to come before the House today, later today, and they're supposed to vote on that. It is 17 after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. St. Jude treats children across the country and around the world, regardless of color, creed, or financial capability, because they're committed to love and care for their neighbors. Join me in helping St. Jude give every child with cancer the chance they deserve to survive. Together, we can save more lives. Call now to become a partner in hope. 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898. with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Do you remember, Casey? Yeah. Because you're seasoned enough. <laughs> do you remember VH1? Yes. Kevin, do you have any idea what VH1 is? Are you old enough to know? Yeah, I remember watching that in the mid-2000s. Mm. I think that's when it died. They I don't even had, know what it stands for. Is it is it still a thing or is VH1 I don't gone so. now? It's gone. So they used to have, when I was, this was like, junior high, early high school, so this must have been late 90s, early 2000s, a program called Pop-Up Video. Yes. Do you remember Pop-Up yeah, Video? Yeah, they have the little bubble and it yes. would pop up and give you little facts yeah. and tidbits. And they would play mm-hmm. music videos and in the while the music video is playing of famous songs, etc., they would tell you fun songs about the the song that you're mm-hmm. watching. Mm-hmm. And I distinctly remember this. Isn't it weird? Isn't it weird how the older you get, there are things that are just random ass things that are just ingrained in your memory. And there's no rhyme or reason for why I remember this. There's no, no, it was not some historical event or significant event, but you just vividly remember something. I vividly remember for whatever reason, this must've been eighth grade being at my mom's house and that video, my father's eyes, mm-hmm. by Eric Clapton playing on VH1's pop-up video and all sorts of facts coming out about that song. Cause it's based loosely on his life. I think yeah. he met his real dad. He didn't know. I think the person who, and Casey, you're much more of a music expert than me, whoever was purported to be his dad was not his actual dad. And then he met his real, real dad. dad his Much biological later in, father. In life, yeah. Right. And I think that song is kind of mm-hmm. based on that. Okay. So uh, VH1, it is still around, Kevin. What? Stands for Video Hits One. They're still producing shows what? like Basketball Wives. Uh, not so much wait, the wait, videos. Wait, wait, wait. Stop, 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 stop. VH1, which is Video Hits One. Video Hits One. Yeah. Is producing a show called Basketball Wives. Yes. Yeah. It's reality <laughs> TV now, right? Yeah. Because they all, all those channels pretty much turned into that. Yeah. MTV led the way with that with their... Don't you miss music videos? Uh, Video killed the radio star. There there used to be, and for people who have lived around Indianapolis a long, long time, they will vouch for this. There used to be on cable, it was channel 99 on my cable, and it was some local channel, and that's all they played. There wasn't like narration to it. It Mm -hmm. wasn't... um, you know, like MTV where there's jocks and then there's, you know, Beavis and Butt. It was, that, that was all they would play. You would flip it to channel 99 and it was just these videos. Now this was back when you got 60 ca- channels on cable or whatever mm-hmm. in the, in the nineties. But I remember I would just sit there and be like, this is, 
this is great. I would I, watch that for hours. I think part of the reason why you remember that, like that is such a clear memory yeah. in your mind, is because of the connection to the music. Because so many people mark memories with music. Oh, and you heard that song and it triggered that memory for you. Yeah, that's uh, that's so, so wild. The older I get, the things that mm-hmm. I find that I have remained. Like there are vivid memories of like individual things in my youth not even like events but just like i have vivid memories of a moment in time where i'm in my yard and i'm mm-hmm. looking to the west like what isn't the human mind just the most amazing <laughs> thing and this is just totally not what we're supposed to be talking about in this segment but hearing that song reminded me of that of mm-hmm. how crazy that is that i remember that uh, yeah I think I'd really enjoy seeing a movie of your life. Oh, boy, it'd be great. Oh, my gosh, it'd be crazy. You playing baseball by yourself in the backyard. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It'd be so interesting. We need a good good screenwriter to make it interesting, though, Kevin. Who would play play me? That would be the question. Who would uh, Mark Ruffalo? Like the Hulk. (laughs) The, um, what's the, where's the movie? Pitch Perfect. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah. Yeah. There was a guy, uh, in that movie, and uh, is it Adam uh, Divine or something like that? He's one of the main guys. I've never actually seen the movie, but I had a. You're right. I yeah. had a. Yeah, is that him? Yeah. A fairly uh, close associate mm-hmm. years ago, whenever that movie came out, and 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 she was she said, adamant. She's like, "You look just like that guy in that movie." Yeah, I could see that. Adam Divine. Is he still alive? Is oh, he still? Yeah. Is he still a thing? I don't know if we're thinking of the right person. Brown uh, hair. He was in. Um, oh gosh. She guys. put the photos of us side by side, <laughs> and it was like it is like it, that guy was me. Yes, absolutely. And I and I've never seen that movie, and I've never seen a single solitary movie that guy's been in. I had no idea what his name was till this moment right here. I'm sure I was told, wasn't paying attention. As usual. Um, but, yeah, so maybe if that guy's still alive and available. Now, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of the guy that was in Workaholics. Yeah, he was in Workaholics. Yeah, Comedy Central. His name is Adam Shorter Divine. guy, yeah, dark brown hair. hair. Yeah, he looks like just at the time, and especially at the time when yeah. I had longer hair. Like, it was like a spitting yeah. I- image. Yeah, that would be some good casting for you. Now, we would, this would I be, think so. This would be a low-budget film, so <laughs> I don't know if he would work for the wages that we have mm-hmm. available at our disposal. So maybe, Kev, you could reach out to his representation. No, I, yeah, I've, I've been told happen. that I get uh, Helen Hunt. Hunt or Christina yeah. Applegate vibes. I can see that. Which, I can see which that. Which one do you think? More well, Helen Hunt, more Christina well, it, Applegate? Well, it depends, Casey. Is it when you're uh, not inebriated like now, mm-hmm. or is it after you'd had a few uh, diets and vodkas mm-hmm. and you post that photo on Twitter? Like which, Either one. Well, Either it one. depends, because that's who would play. <laughs> which Casey are we dealing with here? I think it's more Christina Applegate as I'm working on my non-regional diction. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is 26 after 11. Should we talk about what we were supposed to talk about? Real quick, can I just point out last night that after we didn't win that award, yeah. so they announced the other people and Kevin and I are clapping and all of a sudden on the table I hear... Let's get out of here. And Casey stands up and says, let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's how it went down. Sure. And I actually sure wanted was. to stay, too, but I felt threatened. You did not. I felt a little threatened by you. You guys are what, so full of, of it. Pe- we, all, we all agreed. We walked. We parked here at the station, and we walked over to Gamebridge. And I said, okay, well, when you guys leave, I got to go with you because I'm not walking back yeah. alone. And they said, you are not the winner. And Rob looked at Kevin, and I said, all right, I got to go. And I said, well, me too, because that was the deal. Uh, one of the people at our table, one of the more experienced people at our table, had some advice to us, because I think they could tell we were 
I, I had to I had to go home and take care of the kid. Of course. And uh, I, for the record, I tried to get out of coming period, and they were like, no, you must absolutely come to this. Uh, one of the more experienced members at our table mm-hmm. looked at us and goes, okay, you got two options now after yeah. we didn't win. He's like, you can leave now because there was some scuttlebutt and things were happening, or you have to start, start drinking, drinking heavily. heavily. <laughs> start heavily. And I said, I, I got to go. We, we got to go work on this award-nominated show for tomorrow. I wanted to say award-winning really depends on who you ask. All right, it's 27 after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hey, Casey. Yeah. You're super rich. <laughs> well, I don't know what standard you're going by, but okay. And if I were as rich as you, I would totally know how much money I'd saved in my IRA or 401k. Mm-hmm. But what? because you're so rich, you probably don't have any idea how much you'll owe in taxes on this money in retirement. <laughs> you're correct. That's the most important number you're going to need to know, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you don't know how much ridiculous amount of money you actually have. Hey, it's Kendall and Casey. You can learn how you can dramatically reduce your taxes on your IRA and 401k if you go to savetaxeswithbill.com. That's savetaxeswithbill.com. Just input a few numbers and you'll instantly see how much money you could save in your taxes when you retire. And that's from our good friend Bill Demery right here in Indy. Don't give the government a nickel more in taxes than you have to. They'll just blow it on stupid stuff like Ukraine. Learn how much money you could save in taxes when you retire. Just go to savetaxeswithbill.com. That's save Save taxes with Bill.com. On a warm summer's evening. On a train. 32 minutes after 11, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Donald Trump just arrived for day two of his civil fraud trial in New York City. And he said the funniest thing. He said, nobody's supposed to know my net worth, but now everybody is. And well... I hope you're impressed. <laughs> this whole—that's <laughs> so funny. The whole, the whole, this whole thing, though. I mean, is just ridiculously stupid. The the whole reason you fill out financial disclosure forms is to prevent people from doing the very thing Joe Biden is doing, which is using your position in government to sell to foreign agents or or other governments or whatever to enrich yourself so we know where you're making your money the actual net worth doesn't matter like we just want to know who are you in business with who do you owe money to etc so that we know who to keep an eye on and what you're doing in your public policies which is it makes sense right that that makes sense we should want to know who are candidates and i actually think all of these candidates uh, i'm talking all levels state federal mm-hmm. local should have to fill this out because you don't know oftentimes who these people are in business with or and if they do it's very vague and and then you find out years later sure. when there are SARs and sure absolutely so the actual net worth of the candidate though him or herself is irrelevant does Trump inflate what he's worth probably do most people yes I mean think about the amount of bull crappers out there Casey who will spin a tale about what they're worth or Mm -hmm. how big their house is or what they paid for their car or I mean Trump isn't doing anything that everybody else doesn't do and there's no victim here There is literally no victim. There is not one solitary person who went to the attorney general and said, please bring this forward because Donald Trump has failed to pay the money back for the loans that he has secured. It is... Look, is he worth $8 billion? Is he worth a billion? Is he worth three? Who cares? Well, did you see uh, Merrick Garland 
acting all tough on 60 Minutes when he said that if Biden asked him to interfere with the Justice oh, Department yeah. mm. going against Trump that he would resign. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Well, he wouldn't he wouldn't do it, Casey. He's above uh, reproach. Sure. Are you believing that at all? Uh, no. <laughs> Completely not believing it. Okay, let's talk about this Indiana councilman who came out as a woman of color <laughs> and then has decided to come out again. Okay, so remember this guy made news. This mm-hmm. was several months ago. This guy is a is a, a county councilman in Delaware County. That's the Muncie area. And he came out as a woman of color in April. Mm-hmm. And people, the LGBTQ alphabet mafia people were just beside themselves because they didn't believe he was being genuine. Now, he didn't say anything inflammatory. He didn't mock anyone. He just simply came out and said, I am now a woman of color. Well, they were livid about this, even though it's no more ridiculous what he said than what they're professing, which is, I'm a woman. I was born a man. No, you're not. You are the thing you were you were born as. Ryan Webb is the guy's name. And apparently, he said that he was threatened by intolerant liberals who refused to accept <laughs> his decision. So now he has decided after, um, here is the statement he said to our news gathering partners at Wish TV I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> after six months of living under the delusion that I could live my life identifying as a lesbian woman simply by declaring it, I have since realized just how much that viewpoint is in opposition to fact based reality. It was all a wishful fantasy that could never be true or overcome actual reality. Mm-hmm. And then I love this. He said, with this announcement, I will also be changing my name back from Ryan, the female version, to To Ryan, Ryan, the the male male version. version. Spelled exactly the same. He says, of course, I will retain my male pronouns. uh, He is, uh, this is perfect. We should totally get this guy on the show. He deserves Mm -hmm. a gold star because he has, I mean, the, and the, I guarantee because I saw the council meetings that started happening after this guy made this announcement and it was a group of people who probably previously couldn't have found the local government center if many of them if their lives depended on it well now they're there and they're like passionately going at this guy not about public policy not about tax rates not about infrastructure not about government reform not about economic development or economic development incentives not about the performance of county employees Mm -hmm. they're going at him like you're here and you're going to get at this guy about whether or not he identifies as a man or a woman or not. And he, the, these people totally took the bait and he made them look exactly how he wanted to make them look. Yep. And he is now proving the point again. And how but ridiculous it all is. of this is. Good on this guy. Yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. And I love what he says. My apologies for anyone who may have been confused any time over the last six if, months. If someone knows Ryan Webb, yeah. uh, please please let him know we'd like to talk to him and you you know how to get a hold of us. He's got a sense of humor, it sounds like. The journey and process of gender and self-identity is very complex and oftentimes <laughs> we end up right where we started. All right, Casey, uh, real quick, I'm going to hit you with this impromptu, but mm-hmm. our audience has had a lot of interest in this. And um, I have an update on my little saga with the debt collection people. Oh, you do? So I'm going to, I've decided a path forward. Mm-hmm. And this is after consulting with multiple people, and I want to get your opinion on what I think I'm going to do. Did you consult a lawyer? Uh, very briefly, Abdul okay. and I chatted about it. All right. All right. So for those of you who are not familiar, if you've been hiding under a rock, here is the story on this. Um, I had an insurance agent who 
basically when AWOL and the conversation I was able to have with him, it sounded like he had just rolled out of a Cheech and Chong van and I had to make a quick decision because my car and home insurance were coming due. What do I now do? I had to cancel my policies. I found another insurance agent. Um, I had again, we've laid all this out before previous interactions with this insurance agent that left me very concerned. And so I had to cancel my policies to get a new policy. The insurance agent I went to saved me like 1500 bucks. Clearly this guy was not helping me or, or doing his job in an efficient manner. I called the other insurance companies. They said the home insurance people were great. They said, we understand. We're sorry about this. Here's the check for what we owe you for your early, you know, your cancellation. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Have a good day. We hope to earn your business in the future, whatever. Fine. The car insurance people, proceeded then to say you have you have early it was like by three or four days casey like i early canceled by three or four days because i'm like i gotta make a i can't be without car insurance in this state it's like you can't be out without home insurance Mm -hmm. i mean you legally could but that would be stupid so i've got to do this so it's like four days early i canceled the policy they sent me a bill because they said your early termination fee is more than the money we owe you therefore you owe us twelve dollars I called them. I had a rather animated conversation with them on the phone, and I said, you can sue me because I will sooner uh, whatever than ever give you people $12. And I laid out the behavior of this insurance agent, et cetera. Then it came to light about, I don't know, this must have been a month later. This insurance agent got arrested multiple times for erratic, just ridiculous behavior. A week ago, two weeks ago, whatever this was, I get a bill in the mail for the $12 that I owe from the debt collector. Yeah. And so I had put it to the audience over the past week about what I should do because I am prepared to go to court and I will invite all of the WIBC audience to the court hearing if they want to pursue it. And we will have, it'll be like Animal House, day mm-hmm. in court. And I will gladly tell the entire world what I experienced and what this insurance agent did. And if a judge wants to say you still owe $12, well then, okay. Um I have received emails from many people about this. I'm surprised the interest our audience has had in this on what I should do. And there are many things going on with this insurance agent that have not publicly come to light yet, it appears, including I received correspondence from family members of this guy. And so, because I am a good person, Casey, Mm -hmm. and I am a person who tries to be empathetic and understanding, and I do not want people, if I can avoid it, who have done nothing wrong to be subjected to the actions of this guy, I think I'm going to contact the debt collector either this afternoon or tomorrow. I'm going to lay this out to them. I'm going to tell them the conversation I had with the insurance company on the phone. And then I'm going to put the ball back in their court because when I contact them, it stops the process and then they have to respond back to me. And so I'm going to leave it up to them because there's nothing more than I would actually like to do than go to court and lay all this out and have a fun day with the WIBC audience in a court in a court of law. But out of caring (laughs) and an abundance of empathy for people who are innocent victims Mm -hmm. in all of this, I'm going to lay it out to the debt collector put it back on them, lay some things out that the insurance company had told me, and then we'll see if they want to be empathetic too, or if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. I don't think they're going to be empathetic. Well, so- I don't understand why you didn't make your termination effective date three to four days later. Because I didn't, I didn't, I was in a panic, Casey, because I'd been trying to get a hold of this guy for basically like, as I recall, it was a week, two weeks. Mm -hmm. And I had the one conversation that was super weird 
that got me basically nowhere. And then repeated conversations I tried to have. There was always a reason we couldn't have the conversation. Well, you would think your insurance agent would be able to guide you. Well, now I'm stuck trying to find a new insurance agent, mm-hmm. get these things canceled because, oh, it automatically renews if you don't blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's to blame here, Casey. I, I, I think it's noble that you're going to try and be empathetic. I don't think the debt collector will be. Let's go to court, baby. All right. Let's roll. Okay, student loan payments are back on. We're going to talk about that coming up from 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Did you know St. Jude has one of the largest pediatric sickle cell programs in the country? St. Jude freely shares the discoveries they make, and every child saved at St. Jude means doctors and scientists worldwide can use this knowledge to save thousands more children everywhere. Join me today in helping to fight sickle cell disease by becoming a partner in hope. Call now, 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898. 93WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. And Rob, um, I know that your wife had some student loan payments, yes. right? Well, you know they're back on. Oh, yes. And they're saying that that could inject $100 billion that people are going to start owing again. So that's going to take that away from the economy. Isn't it fascinating, the whole student loan thing, saga, whatever. And this is our government. This is why our country's in the condition it's in. I think the student loan dealio is the best example. So you... So the government essentially creates a society where we urge and basically if you want some sort of high ranking professional position, you must go to college. Mm -hmm. The government and society created this. It didn't happen in a vacuum. There used to be a time where you used to hear these stories of that guy never even went to college and now he runs whatever. Well, they basically forced people into going to college because there is no accountability, especially on these professors and what they're getting paid and expenditures at the college. It's oddly like the medical profession in the sense of you have no idea where the money actually goes or why you're being billed what you're billed. But here's what you must pay in order to be a decent member of society. So these people take out all of these loans because they're forced to by the government. Then, well, they're not forced to by the government. They take out all the loans because they believe they need to. Let me rephrase right. that. They need to in, in order to succeed in life, which is totally false. Then these degrees they get do not pay for the jobs that they want, what they think they should be. And then they look back to the government and go, you need to save me from my own my own my own, my own bad choices. Help me. Okay, well, there's new research coming out that's saying, you know, the payments have been off for about three years yes. now. Can you imagine if you're home, if they were like, that's not fair that you got in a home that you don't like today or didn't give you what you wanted. You just don't have to pay it. No mortgage payment for you. Well, the payments <laughs> are back on. And uh, they're saying that these people who didn't have to make payments for the past couple of years, Guess what they did with their money? What did they do with it, Casey? Oh, they spent money on unnecessary expenses. Oh, you don't say. For example, gambling, 
alcohol, vacations, and high-end purses. What? Yes, purses. Instead of saving that money, knowing that they're going to have to pay that debt sometime, nope, they just blew it on frivolous stuff. Um, so... This is look again. This is the whole story of our entire government. Remember during COVID when people were getting this money sent to them, mm-hmm. and we were saying at the time on on this show when it was the two women and then me and Blondie that you better save that money, not blow it on an iPhone because you're about to be it. Get ready, Bal. You're in for a problem mm-hmm. when it comes to what this is going to do to inflation and the price of everything. And people blew the money and it overcooked the economy because Casey, if you just print like five trillion dollars, that's probably going to really drive inflation higher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, many members of our Congress can't seem to figure that out, or our government, but uh, we can. And now people are going, going, well, I spent all the money I got from the government, and now everything's really expensive, and I don't get it. Same thing here. These people are like, well, I don't have to pay it right now, but you'll probably have to pay it later. But I don't have to pay it right now, so I'll just spend it on something else. So let's just have a good time. Well, I'll be really curious about how that's going to play out because there's a lot of people now who are barely making ends meet with inflation, and it's worse than it was three years ago. And how are they going to do this? How are they going to pay these student loans and continue on living like they have been? There was a John Mellencamp album years and years ago, and it was kind of the first really famous Mellencamp album and it was called Nothing Matters and What If It Did. Mm-hmm. And that is, I mean, that is it's like whose line is it anyway? The game's made up and the rules don't matter mm-hmm. and that's what this is. It's n- Nothing Matters and What If It Did and the game's made up and the rules don't matter and now people act uh, so, like agree, uh, you know, like they are offended and they have been in some way harmed because they are now once again required to do the thing that they should have been required to do from the beginning. From the beginning. Which is you took the money, pay the money back. Yeah. Okay, uh, something else. Uh, no rules apply. Nothing matters. Hunter Biden suspected of hiring prostitutes what? from an Eastern European sex trafficking what? ring. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about this. Look, I, you, you know, whatever my personal opinion on it is, Casey, me understanding the government and the government's role in society, if consenting adults choose to engage in a contract together, Mm -hmm. then while I may personally not agree with it from a standpoint of should you be allowed to, the answer is clearly yes. Mm -hmm. What you do behind closed doors to consensual adults engaging in consensual contractual behavior where everybody's down with whatever the behavior is, then then I, I say that's between you and them. This is much different, though, because this is human trafficking, and that is a gigantic different ball a wax. Yep, it's a big problem. Well, apparently Hunter wrote checks disguised as medical services to escorts. These were supplies by a New York-based person whose website offers a, quote, girlfriend experience with escorts. Uh, and, and human sex trafficking is a worldwide problem. Obviously, as you know, Casey, we talked about many times, all the money that I will get from the I Hate or I Love Rob Kendall t-shirts at store.hammerandnigel.com, all my portion will go to Project Rescue which is the uh, is a great organization that tries to stop human trafficking across the world. It is prevalent in America. It is prevalent around the globe. It is a serious abuse of women, both of age and not of age, and everybody needs to wake the hell up about what's going on with that. Apparently, there's been some documents, some texts, and even video that have appeared, and they show Hunter spent a staggering $30,000 on escorts in just five months. And this does include some transactions that were 
were flagged by with SARs. Well, and again, you would have to ask yourself, let, let's just remove the human trafficking from this, which not that you should take that lightly and it should be thoroughly investigated. And it's been rumored for a long time that he was involved in human sex trafficking. We'll see what the investigation says. Mm-hmm. But where did he get all the money and why? Oh, you know where he got all the money? <laughs> Burisma, Romania, but, China. But, but why? But why? Like, what, what, the, the, I mean, the, if you're one of these companies, these you know multi-million, in some cases billion-dollar organizations, and you can hire just about whoever you want, you would go uh, just on on record, on on paper, on record, on resume. Let's pretend Hunter's last name was Smith mm-hmm. instead of Biden. Mm-hmm. Would anyone pick Hunter Biden? Would you hire that no, guy? No, of course not. Uh, a lot, apparently, he did a lot of peer-to-peer transfers as well with Zelle or uh, Venmo. Just sent the money that way. I love last night at the award ceremony we went to. We're at the bar, and Kev, uh, Kevin and I said, hey, I'll just get it. And he goes, because uh, we didn't know if they took a card or not. Right, credit and, card. And, and Kev goes at the at the bar, and Kev goes, uh, yeah, thanks, man. Um, can I just Venmo this to you? And I just looked at him, and he started laughing. I was like, Kev, do you think I have a Venmo no. or a PayPal or any of this other stuff? I barely have cash, Kevin. No, you're like, no, I'll take good old-fashioned American dollar bills, please, or gold. Old bars work as well. Okay, one last thing before we get out of here. Uh, co- coffee culture. Average American guzzles 460 cups of coffee every single year. Oh. And we're breaking it down. 48% into iced, uh, into hot coffee, 20% cold brew, 18% iced coffee, and then the rest are frozen or blended coffee drinks. I am proud to say that I am not in that statistic anywhere, Casey. You don't drink any coffee at all, no. ever? No. Have you ever seen me drink a coffee? No, I haven't. Exactly. That's because I don't do it. I see you drink Pepsi I and do. water. Yes, absolutely. I um, And the th- occasional Long Island. That's how I've maintained my youthful beauty, Casey. Really? Yeah. From no coffee? <laughs> oh, no. I've got a big problem. I'm about a two to three cup a day. Or Yeah. Well, you've got all the vices. Well, you know what? Uh, the good news is that I did cut out sugar out of my coffee. Yeah. So now we just go straight cream and coffee, which is... A step in the right direction. Yeah, well, you know, you, you, you're you beautiful and gorgeous and amazing. And you deserve that award last night, Casey. I'm sorry my politics kept you from achieving it. <laughs> well, you didn't win because you've been handicapped since the day I started. <laughs> All right, we're stepping out. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you for listening today. We're going to catch you back here tomorrow. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.